joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my esteemed colleague, my partner in crime. Really, the best, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Delala. Phil, thanks for having me. It's summertime, Woo-hoo. and the living is easy, Eric. That's right. It's nice. Uh, kind of a, a little bit of a break here before they started training camp. Uh, just sort of relaxing, but uh, the Broncos stock never stops. Yeah, everybody else takes a break, Phil. We do not. No. Yeah, I mean, uh, when we show up to the building, there's just two park. There's just two cars parked. Yep. Yours and mine. And, and I've, sometimes I've, some Swanson. Sometimes Swanson. <laughs> I've offered a carpool, but yeah, I'm kind no. of against that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like we to need just, our space. <laughs> I like to just listen to Neutral Zone on repeat. Yeah. All week long. Right. In, just to study it, get better, you know. Yeah. It's sort of the same way that players. <laughs> wow. It was so ridiculous. That'll I can't be good even to study. study. That'll be uh, good to study moving forward. It's like the, how the players study tape. Yep. That's how I study the neutral zone. I just watch it, oh, listen to it over and over and over. Then I watch it over and over too at home. You should That's study we, the cough button. Yeah. I, this one doesn't work. <laughs> Look who it is over there. <laughs> it's at Ben Swanson. We should also mention uh, joining us here in the studio. Thank you. Thanks for coming in today. Oh, you know, I'm always here, right? So I don't think I've ever missed a neutral zone. Hmm. How's uh, how's your nature walks been? Go- How have they been going? Terrific. I mean, so much rain, so all the plants look fantastic. The vegetation is yeah. thriving. Yep. Saturation, the colors. Oh, it's, the it's greens. It's, yeah. a, it's amazing. Something to photograph while the players are not uh, in the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that I'd be photographing. Because you'll be painting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you like to use in the summertime? Like uh, watercolors? The pastels, probably. Pastels, yeah. yeah. I think this episode is going to go long. Oh, well, hopefully not. Uh, today, uh, we are talking about the comeback player of the year for the Broncos. Who will it be? Mm. There's a lot of options to choose from. Uh, so many injuries Yikes. last year, guys. Uh, so we're going to try and pick who we think will be the comeback player of the year for the Broncos. Love it. And uh, maybe one of the guys won't even be an injured guy, but just a guy who wasn't quite themselves last year. Mm. Come back. I think that's still a type of a comeback. Of course, yeah. You know, you come back and you return to form. Yep. That's a tease. That's that. Yeah, that's what we call it. it. That's what we call it in the business. Uh, Before we dive into that topic, though, this is an interactive podcast. You know, we're really here for NZ Nation. Eric, how do people listening get involved? So many ways, Phil. One of the ways to get involved is you can leave an email at neutralzoneshow at gmail.com. We'll read it right here on the air if Ben Swanson decides to send it along. You can leave a voicemail, 707neutral. We'll do the same thing. We'll play it here on the air. It'll be fun. We'll enjoy it. You could tweet at us or thread at us. Maybe, what, what would you, what's the verb, So. Yeah, maybe the yeah. So some thread, thread. Yeah, yeah. Thread us. I yeah. I think you could thread. Yeah, it's like thread in the needle. Yep. If you want to do that, um, at Eric Talal with an A, at Phil Milani with a PH. Are you already on there? Yeah. Oh, I gotta hop on. You gotta hop on. Yeah. For a little. Oh, hopefully, I won't hop off, but I'll <laughs> I'll just hop on. Yeah. You gonna be Broncos Phil Milani or just Phil Milani on there? What do you think? <laughs> maybe just at Phil Milani. Nothing at Filmani with a PH. Yeah, not traditional. Not traditional. Yeah, yeah. So take a look for us there or fill our favorite way 
You this go, is definitely their favorite. It's the best. You can go to the Broncos official YouTube page, scroll past any other video that doesn't start with a neutral zone, then go to the neutral zone. And then click that. Click that. Subscribe. <laughs> Watch the video, the whole thing. Don't skip ahead. No. And then leave a comment. And yeah. we'll, le- we'll read it right here on the air. There earth. are time codes on there, but we don't suggest that you should. No. Yeah, I, would, I personally would never use that. Some people like to do 1.5 speed. I like to do 0.5 speed so Slower. it lasts even longer. Yeah, yeah. And then you, our voices go down real nice. Yeah, really deep. nice. Yeah. Oh, Ben Swan. Yeah. When you go slow, you go real southern. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you do that. but That's what I do? Yeah. When, you, when it slows down, it's not just slower, Eric. Yeah. It's so, all of a sudden southern, southern Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Go, oh, hey, Brian Swanson. <laughs> the oil painting. <laughs> Swanson, can we hear your low voice? What do you mean? Slow motion? <laughs> oh, how would you? How long? If you listen to point five, some of our episodes would be like three hours. Yeah, yeah. could be really nice. It'd take the whole week, whole week's worth of commutes. Uh, okay, here's a comment from Robert Young six nine eight two, shortest episode of all time. Crying emoji. So maybe you could use the point five there. Make it last a little longer. Savor every second. The reverse of this is from at user dash tb six jt seven z. J8N. <laughs> Gotta do something different with the media, please. That sounds that like sort a, of a shot. Sounds like a real person. It's sort of a shot, I think. Definitely yeah. not a Why bot. Why are the bots coming after us? I don't think I like that. Uh, this is from at Broncos fan dash PG2ZC. Also, this sounds one's real. real. This hey, one's Broncos real. fan from Connecticut. Hey, Broncos fan from Connecticut. You guys are awesome. One question, can you, Eric, and Phil tackle Javante Williams or would Javante Williams win and break the tackle attempts? Mm, this is an old George Stoya classic. Yeah, could you? Could one of us or both of us together tackle Javante Williams? No. No, because at McCookin345, the tackle would be broken before this sentence could be read. That is true. That's true. That's true. Not only would the tackle be broken, but we would be We'd broken. We'd be injured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, bones broken. There's no chance. Everything. I actually think it might be worse if there were two of us trying to do it because we just would get in each other's way. We would collide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he would just blast through and just yeah. it would hurt. Yeah, there's no there's no chance. I, I think that if you're not around these guys, like up close, I don't think you have – as great of an appreciation for what sort of physical specimens they are. Like when you watch on TV or even when you come to the game and you watch from like an elevated point of view, I don't think you appreciate like the, the press su- box. The su- yeah, exactly. Yeah. But sometimes you come down to the field. That's true. With my cocoa. Yeah. On, on hot and chilly days, both. Yeah. You hot cocoa, but uh, the speed and the size I don't think you can appreciate it unless you're right there. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I couldn't tackle anybody. No. No. One time I was <clears> trying <throat> to, like, uh, go off the field at the same time as a keep to leave, and he was, like, very slowly jogging, and I was trying to keep up with him. I was sprinting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to just stay with him as we, were, as we were going off the field. I went to Von Miller's Pass Rush Summit one time. 
Uh-huh. Swanson was there. You Where was, was I there? Mm. The one in. in well, uh, I don't know why you weren't there. In, Something uh, must have happened. And Something Branson? happened in Branson. Um, and Melvin Ingram was there. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I remember that. And he uh, he needed like a fake offensive lineman to like show somebody a pass rush move, and so he had me stand there, and he just. He was demonstrating what he would do to like shed a block, and he didn't even try to. He just touched me, just at a normal, the same way like Swanson would would pick <laughs> up a paintbrush, and uh, gentle. And I just like flew backwards, delicate, snapped him in half. I was like, oh really? my goodness, he just like he just a kinda, little just a little tapped me, yeah. And I yeah, it was bad. Did you? I was scared. Were you sore? Uh, you were. Like, it wasn't sore, like but damaged. I was like, oh my goodness, this man just pushed me backwards while tapping me. Yeah. Imagine if he was actually trying to hurt me. Did he try to do any of those Demarcus Ware hand move? You know, swim chops, anything like that. that the cross chop. The cross chop. That's yeah. the classic. Yeah, that would have. Uh, I don't think you're on the screen. <laughs> that would have really hurt you. Yeah. If he was, if he had got me with that. Yeah, with it. There we go. Yeah. Could have been nice. Uh, at Cindy H three o three peak neutral zone. Good to see you, Swanson. Oh, good to see you, Swanson. That's nice. Yeah, that's Swanson's, not a bot. Swanson's got burners. Yeah, no bot. You're Cindy, huh? At Jeremy underscore one, Jokic could be a linebacker. Of course, last week we were talking about what position uh, Jokic could play. If they said linebacker, yeah, what do you think about right. that? What do you think about that? Um. um does he have the open field speed? Yeah. Of course he does. A little tall for a linebacker. Of course he does. He can do anything. And uh, I think that's all the comments. Well, nice. Week. Yeah. So I didn't even screw up anything. Not yet. <laughs> quick, got, quick round of applause for that. Yeah. Well, no, I mean just for the comments. Oh, yeah, like yeah. I didn't do you anything crazy. successfully. I didn't say just one more and then that's there was true. like three more, you know, so Good I, job. Did, I did it. <laughs> Good night. In- incremental improvement. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's just dive into our uh, topic here. It's the most important one. Yep. The comeback player of the year for the Broncos. Who will it be? Eric, let's start with you. Yeah. Well, should we discuss some of the options? I mean, typically. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Typically, options. this is a an injured player, typically, that you see win an award. Yeah, because at the end of the year, they do one for the whole league. Okay, yep. we're not talking about that. We're just talking no. about the Broncos. No. Then for the Broncos... Each team does like a like a nice little Ed Block Courage Award type of a thing, mm. where that's like an injured player who comes back and like has thrived. Right. But we're just talking about comeback player of the year. Right. This is like a neutral zone specific type of thing. Exactly. And the, you know there were a lot of injured players last year. You think of Javante Williams, Garrett mm. Bowles, mm. Tim Patrick, uh, Lloyd Cushenberry, uh, Randy Gregory, yeah, uh, Caden Stearns. There's a lot of injuries. A lot of guys. Like guys who miss like significant significant time. time. Yeah. Um I think they would all qualify. Yeah, all those guys. sort of a KJ Hamler. KJ Hamler. I believe of, he won the Ed Block Courage Award last year. He did. You put that's it together? Impre- I I did a I did a nice little that's thing a, for that's him. That's what there. you do. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's sort what of my specialty. Do. Yep. Um so a lot of options there from an injured standpoint. And then I think the other person that is um Worthy of consideration, Phil? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I believe so. I think that that would qualify as uh, last year, he missed a couple games due to injury, but we're more talking about can he come back and return to the Hall of Fame trajectory type of player he was with the Seahawks? And he uh, 
you know, you look at these national lists of who's favored for national comeback player of the year. He's on a lot of those lists. Yeah. So certainly someone to uh, to keep in mind. Phil, when I look through it, I think I'm going to go with Tim Patrick. Ooh. And, yeah. and I, uh, you know, I've been high on Randy Gregory. I think there's a good chance he makes his uh, first Pro Bowl this year. But I think Tim Patrick, the, the team missed him from an offensive okay. standpoint and, and mentality standpoint, a sure-handed guy Edge. gives you an option on third down, gives you an option in the red zone. Um, I don't know that he's going to have a thousand yards or anything like that, but I think you're going to look back at the end of the season and, and be like Tim Patrick had a nice year and was really important to what this team does. And, you know, we sometimes wonder about the, the ACL and how do you come back from that? Right. Especially as a wide receiver, Tim's game has not, ever been like he's not going to run away from you right and he's not making these crazy leaping catches the way that Cortland was where he needed to kind of push off the ground and get into the air I mean Tim will make some of those plays but he's just a sure-handed receiver who's going to box you out and make plays and I, I, I was going to say if he doesn't jump up high and get it and he doesn't break away from guys to get it how does he get it he, he boxes guys out he runs good routes he's, physical. he's yeah physical I think some of those things um won't necessarily take the sort of impact from the ACL, from the ACL that, it, that like it, yeah. a, a speed guy might face or yeah, that, certainly. you know, we saw Cortland try to catch His those 50-50 balls. That but certainly that first year was not the same. Like you think of, I think of Tim in the, in the end zone running a good route and then making a play with a defender on his back. Yeah. I, I think yeah. He, he'll still be able to do that. Some of those things, yeah. And he certainly has the the attitude that you need. We heard him talk to the press, and he said, I know that the narrative is sometimes that uh, it takes a year for you to get back. And then he you know, like that. used a couple swear words maybe and said – This is a family show. Yeah, said, don't worry about that. That's gonna, I'm going to be back this year. Ooh. And so uh, between Tim's mentality, his presence on the offense, and what you see him do from a, a football standpoint, I think he's going to be a guy you look back and, and he's going to make an impact. Yeah. I mean, Tim Patrick is that guy who he's very sure-handed, you know. Yep. Like, uh, I didn't realize how many drops the Broncos had. I saw, I think it was a tweet uh, it was earlier a, this week. I think it was a thread. Was it? I, I saw it somewhere about how many drops the Broncos had, and then Tim Patrick was going to make a big difference there because he's just – he catches everything coming his way. So I do think that, that that's going to make a big difference. Just having like another guy that, you know, Russ feels like the pocket's collapsing a little bit. There's a guy you know you can go to and that you trust. And just having more of those types of players makes a big difference. And so, yeah, I definitely see Tim coming back and having a, having a good year. Um, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson, I think. I think that that makes a, a lot of sense. Uh, just because we've talked a lot about those other guys, you know, I do think that Javante Williams, uh, him being out at practice was really impressive uh, during the off season. Um, and by all accounts, Sean Payton certainly thinks that he's on schedule, uh, which is really encouraging. Uh, the last episode, I talked so much about uh, Randy Gregory. I think that he's going to have a huge year. But I think that just... Uh, overall comeback player of the year that sort of notion i do think uh it's gonna be russell wilson i think that he's got a good shot for the national one too just because uh this team by all accounts should be much better um sean payton coming in here should change things around for him and i also think that there's just so much going on last year 
And that season that Russell Wilson had was such an abnormality that I just can't see that happening twice uh, to him. Just uh, the uh, touchdown to interception ratio. Like, I just can't see that happening again for him. And so the, that turnaround is going to be significant enough that it, it'll get a lot of attention, I think, in, in terms of a comeback player of the year type of thing. Yeah, I would say the, the only thing that I hesitate with is that for him to win that award or, or to kind of... The national one? Yeah, and, and to garner kind of that respect from a team a lot perspective. Of, you have to be in the spotlight a is, lot. Well, it, just, it, it has to be a significant jump. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like if he goes, I think he had 15 touchdown passes last year. If he goes to 25 or 28 or something, that probably is not enough. Yeah, he's going to have to go crazy. He's going to have to go up to 35 touchdown passes, I think, and and the team win 11 games and and mm. kind of win, you know, really really good. Win a nationally televised game over Patrick Mahomes where he looks like the old Russell Wilson. I mean, those are the sorts of things he's going to have to do to get Who won it last year? Swanson, do you know? Uh, one second. Why would he have what have we been talking about? Yeah, he was looking at Gino. That's a good pick. He did it right back. Yeah. And he was, of course, not an injured guy, just a guy yeah, who had kind of fallen off got for a while. And was a backup for a long time. Yeah. So then, and then he played pretty well last year. Yeah. I mean, they made the playoffs and he got it. He earned a, a nice contract there. So. But I also think you have to consider like our, our voters going to give Russell the benefit of the doubt if he, Ooh. from a national standpoint, um, I, I think he's going to have to go out there and really earn it. And so. 30 plus well, for the Broncos, he could certainly yeah, be that guy. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I just think that um, well, when he, you have people coming back from injury, there's obviously a big, like the, the comparison is easier to make in terms of, hey, if Russ has some good games and has some bad games, his numbers might improve overall, but you know how much of that is... Um, like, like, is there the enough contrast? Of, is yeah, there. it's a contrast. Yeah, but I do enough. think that what he he had sixteen touchdowns and eleven interceptions last year. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, there's just, I mean, if he goes up to like thirty touchdowns and then the interceptions stay, yeah, there or lower. I mean, that's going to be enough that nationally. I mean, he's in the conversation nationally so much. You know, where last year he took a lot of criticism nationally that. If he does get back to playing like that, the reverse should be the same. You would think that, like the nationally, he'll just be so much into the conversation of like, "Hey, he's back." Hey, Sean Payton did this and fixed this, and or like, "Hey, but uh, that was just a one-year thing." For like, he'll just be in that conversation so much that if the turnaround is there, I do think he'll he'll have a chance. And the Broncos do have a few national games where he, he'll yeah, have an opportunity. Course. He'll certainly have the opportunity to showcase it. According to the betting odds, he's in the top three uh, nationally. We don't talk about betting. No, we don't. (laughs) But thank you. DeMar Hamlin, currently the favorite. And then Tua and Russ are tied for Tua? Second. Tua, huh? Well, Miami is going to be really good. Yeah. I think Miami is going to be good. But Tua played most of the year. Yeah, but he had those bad concussions. Yeah. You know, if he comes back and is really good, I think he'll be in that mix too, in that conversation. But I do think that just last year, the stats alone, that was just so way off the – that's such an outlier when you look at the rest of the stats from his career that uh, 
it would be really surprising if that continued. But um, I agree. En- enough so that a change there, I think, could earn a comeback player of the year type of thing. But yeah. I do think that uh, uh, Javante obviously has a chance to do it. Randy has a chance. Those are really the other two guys, I think, that would would be in that mix to be like that big turnaround type of thing. Yeah, I mean, Javante, the, the only thing that concerns me is just you take a lot more hits. Oh, my gosh. Coming back it's from that, I physical, couldn't imagine. The um, mental. Yeah, you got to worry about cutting every time. With Tim, you can kind of pick your spots, right? Or Yeah. Um, it's still scary, ease him back, Yeah, but ease him back in a little bit, that, that sort of thing. I think with Javante, you're just you're taking so many hits again and again, and a lot of them are often going to be around your, around your knee. Yeah. Um, so Low. Yeah. And then Randy, um, you know, I think just can, you know, can he prove he can stay out there? That's important. I would say if, you know, if Garrett Bowles goes out and plays like he did in 2020, 2020. where he was a, a second-team All-Pro, I mean, that's going to be difficult for guys to, to make it to that level. So yeah, he could be another option there, but harder to quantify an offensive lineman's. How do you uh, feel about Garrett Bowles now? Because he, he's played, you know, the last four years right next to Dalton Reisner. For the most part, when they were out there, they were out there together. You know, like yep. they played a lot together uh, when Garrett was healthy. Um, how do you think that Ben Powers is going to come in and be able to – what do you think that dynamic's going to be like? I think it'll help Garrett. I mean, I think good football players around you is always helpful, and I do think yep. Ben Powers is probably an upgrade there at guard. Um Listen, Garrett has a chance to be really good, and and it's oh. going to be about team statistics. Can you keep Russ upright? Yeah, of course. Um, as we have seen from Garrett, he's got something to prove after last year because he went out there and said Russell's not going to get hit, yep. and then he got sacked a lot. Yeah, but I just think like any position, like those two, like the two offensive linemen that play right next to each other, that's like a special bond, you know, and so like that chemistry, that, that relationship, that's got to be – really strong there and i do think that a guy like ben powers that could be a really uh, strong side uh, there for the broncos yeah though i mean the whole line if they stay healthy on paper should be really good you, you would think you would think so you would think on paper they they look pretty good there so so i'm saying uh, who, you're gonna take somebody i kind of like the randy gregory pick yeah um, you're just gonna copy what i said last week probably huh the frank <laughs> clark how about frank clark coming in that's gonna help him uh, uh, Scoring I just, a lot of points is going to help him. Yeah. Fine. I guess I have no, nothing else no, to no, add. No, you All right. Please, yeah, just, please just see kidding. previous week's podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm just razzing you. Yep. Go ahead. You think I Randy? don't know. I just think that uh, the offense produces a little bit more. The secondary is really good, and that'll give him time to play well, and I think he will. So, What was the question? <laughs> the secondary, that is a good point, uh, Swanson. I do think that uh, when you think – you know, how how they play off of each other. If uh, Sertan's doing his thing back there, you know, the safeties are just uh, legit. Damari Mathis. Maybe Sertan will be so good that it, he's comeback player of the year because <laughs> it'll look like last year wasn't even good. Wasn't even a thing. Yeah. Wow. Is that possible, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Another little teaser there, huh? Yeah. Okay, so I... Um, you're taking Tim Patrick. Timothy. I'm taking Russell Wilson. Timothy. And uh, Swanson, you're taking Randy Gregory. Yeah. Okay, we'll have to see how it goes. Hello. We'll remember this episode. We will. We're going to remember this one. 
Okay, anything else you guys want to say? Any shout-outs to get to here? Oh, we're doing the shout-outs, huh? Phil, I'd like to shout-out you. You did some carpentry work over the weekend. I did, I did. I put on my construction hat. Yep. Yeah, I swapped out the microphone for a hammer, and I went to work. Yeah, I did some work at my house. Big project over the 4th of July. Uh, Sort of some fireworks over at my house. You know, we had the power tools up and running. And, uh, yeah, it was a good weekend, a successful weekend congrats to a you lot for making it out of there yeah. alive yeah yeah no one got, nobody got hurt and uh my wife was happy so that's did you win-win re- yeah, it's a win-win you record like a youtube like how to no i should have done that huh i could have well, put how out. are you going to help other people that's true that is true yeah, we did a little demo a little demo work it was good it was good everything was good so all right. Uh, of course, uh, Liz, Liz Charles. Of course. We're going to shout oh, yeah. out community. community impact. You know, really uh, nice. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's uh, some players having some camps this weekend. A lot of camps. Hats are Tan and Javante Williams. You'll be hanging out. You are? You're, you're going to be there, right, Eric? Oh, if it's happening, I'll be there. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Swanson, are you going to be there? I'll see you there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to be there. Yeah. If, Kareem uh, Jackson, Justin if, Simmons, are you going to be there? If two guys like at this level, like yep. a Sertan and a Javante, if they're going to be doing something, I'm going to be there. Perfect. That's just sort of how it works. That's how you work. That's how it, if it's happening, I'm, I'm there. That. I'm there. So it's just sort of, that's what it takes to be an R. You know, that's just sort of a, a dedication, you know, like, I'm like, what day is that? It's Sunday. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what time of year is it? It's July. It's the summertime. I don't care. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. That's just sort of, that's what it takes. Right. That's, that's why we Dedication. admire you. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it uh, for this week. We'll be back again next Thursday because there's no days off. Nope. That's just sort of the way this podcast works. For Ben Swanson and Eric Law, I am Phil Milani. You've been listening to The, the Neutral Zone.